Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive & June. Olive & June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive in June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive in June, too, is it's a quick dry. It dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Sarah and I have talked many times about our desire to age as gracefully as possible, and skincare is a huge piece of that. I spend a lot of time and money thinking about my skin, and I have added Ritual to my routine, which just gives me a lot of comfort. Ritual is here for us. They have created a wrinkle support skin supplement and conducted clinical studies, so we know it's working. They're taking the guesswork out of skincare. Ritual Hyacera is one of several Ritual products that I love. I take the daily multivitamin, I take a probiotic, and Hyacera is that once daily skincare supplement that is clinically proven to reduce wrinkles and fine lines and increase skin smoothness in 90 days. I recently met a friend for the first time in person as opposed to online, and we were discussing the fact that I am 43, and she said, I cannot believe how young you look, and I thought, thank you, Ritual, for that. Start Hyacera to help minimize wrinkles without compromising on clean science. Hyacera from Ritual is a clinically proven skin supplement you can actually trust. Get 25% off your first month for a limited time at ritual.com slash pantsuit. Start Ritual or add Hyacera to your subscription today. That's ritual.com slash pantsuit for 25% off. Well, and that was my favorite part about the media coverage is basically like, I guess everyone recognized that Americans need to be read to, that the response to most of the Mueller report is too long, did not read. And so we're going to need the the highlights given to us on a video stream, which not to sound like, a, you know, a cranky old lady, but it does feel a little bit like the media coverage. I'm not I think that's probably a little unfair, but also has a kernel of truth in it. It's not completely unfair. I mean, I think the interesting thing about this press conference was the fact that it happened, not what was said during it. The fact that Bob Mueller realized he needed to do this, I think, Mm -hmm. was big, especially because you could just tell he's a person who doesn't like to do this. This is Sarah from the left and Beth from the right. You're listening to Fancy Politics. No shouting, no insults, plenty of nuance. Friday, everyone. We are going to talk about Bob Mueller's press conference today, just a little bit. It was only nine minutes long. We're going to talk about what's happening in Israel. We're going to have new elections in Israel. It's very exciting and bananas. And then we are going to discuss whether Hollywood should boycott Georgia and other states passing anti-abortion laws. Before we do, we want to let you know that you can hear us this week on the Something From Nothing podcast and the Politics Guys podcast discussing our book, I Think You're Wrong, But I'm Listening 
a guide to grace-filled political conversations. We'll put those links in the show notes for you. And today is the last day of our annual Patreon drive. Yay. We're so close to our, and this was our reach goal. So I kind of want to give all of you a kiss on the mouth. I know that's not attainable, but that was our reach goal. A thousand patrons. We are like less than 50 away. I think we're going to make it and we're going to go on our five city mini tour, including the fifth city being chosen by a patron, which we will draw at random on Instagram. It's going to be so fun. So if you've been hesitating, get on there. It's a lot of great content. For your dollar. Tell them how the math works out. Just looking at the math, if you support the show at $5 a month, this means that you're spending about 55 cents per hour of content that we put out. It's $1.50 at $15 a month, $2.08 for the Nightly Nuance listeners. And that's where you're getting really highly researched content every single day, Monday through Thursday. And you're also participating in our Patreon community where we go to ask people, what do you think about this show? What topics would you like to hear us work on? And we really interact a lot more than almost any other news source that we can think of. Our executive producers are spending $8.33 per hour of content that we produce every month. And we just are so grateful for that support. And we hope that those amounts make sense to you because it's a lot less than just about any other form of entertainment. And we hope that we're entertaining you, but we also hope that we're helping you learn more. We certainly put in many, many hours behind the hours that make it into your podcast feed and your Patreon feed to ensure that we are offering something that's really valuable to you. Teddy Roosevelt's speech, The Man in the Arena, has been made newly famous by Brene Brown's work. He said, it's not the critic who counts, but the man in the arena daring greatly. I am a Patreon supporter because I think this describes what Beth and Sarah are doing for our country. Instead of an arena, they've played a table. They've invited us to move past criticism into the courage of conversation. We are daring with them to sit at a table and have hard conversations about our country. And as someone who occasionally teaches U.S. government to college students, I can't think of a much more important conversation than that. When I started listening to Beth and Sarah three years ago, I wished for them to have microphones and editing equipment and time for research. Because of Patreon, they have all those things. When we've had to make tough choices in my family about our budget, my husband says, okay, this Patreon thing for Beth and Sarah, that's important. Can we cut back on something else? I look forward to the nightly nuance like I look forward to my coffee in the morning. When something especially significant has been happening, I might refresh my podcast app several times in an afternoon to see if it's in my feed. And as we come into the next election cycle, I am glad to be part of this community. I'm giving as much as I can now, though. I wish it were more. So the next best thing I can do is encourage anyone who isn't sure... Just give it a month and see how glad you are to take the next step in supporting this important work. Teddy Roosevelt was a unique president. He went past party in so many ways when he felt like things just weren't working. And I think Beth and Sarah truly embody the best parts of his legacy. One more housekeeping matter before we jump into the Mueller press conference. Jeanette Haney joined us on Tuesday's episode to talk about her experience as a Marine. She listened back to the episode and heard one tiny factual error that she wants to correct. When she spoke about Haditha and Hamadania in Iraq, she added the details of another incident from Mahmoudia, which was an army incident. And she didn't state that clearly and wanted to make sure that she was factually correct, which I think tells you a lot about Jeanette's character and how important it is that her work be accurate. So thank you again, Jeanette, for joining us. All right. We're going to talk about the Mueller press conference. It was only nine minutes long, so we really could just play the whole thing. (laughs) Now, before I step away, 
I want to thank the attorneys, the FBI agents, the analysts, the professional staff who helped us conduct this investigation in a fair and independent manner. These individuals who spent nearly two years with the special counsel's office were of the highest integrity. And I will close by reiterating the central allegation of our indictments that there were multiple systematic efforts to interfere in our election. And that allegation deserves the attention of every American. In summary, Bob Mueller spoke, which was exciting because we had all forgotten what his voice sounded like, and said, hey, y'all, I wrote this really great report. It would be super helpful if everybody could read it because Russia interfered in our election. And that's something we should all be concerned about. Also, P.S., if I had found definitively that the president of the United States had not committed a crime, I would have said so. And I didn't. But I don't get to indict anybody because I work for the Department of Justice. So somebody else is going to have to do this. Love you. Going back to my real life. Bob Mueller. I don't have much to add. I think that was a perfect summary. (laughs) I would do wish she'd kind of done a mic drop like Obama did at the press dinner that one time. That would have been amazing. He kind of did, though. Like, he had that big smile when he said no questions. Yeah. He was like, I'm really done now, y'all. I'm done. Yeah. Goodbye. So, get, get my name out your mouth. I feel like that's I guess, what he was really saying. <laughs> I guess the other thing he said is, hey, Congress, you can call me to testify. I'm not going to tell you anything I didn't write in this report. This report is what I have to say. Well, and that was my favorite part about the media coverage is basically like, I guess everyone recognized that Americans need to be read to. That the response to most of the Mueller report is too long to not read. And so we're going to need the the highlights given to us on a video stream, which not to sound like, a, you know, a cranky old lady, but it does feel a little bit like the media coverage. I'm not I think that's probably a little unfair, but also has a kernel of truth in it. It's not completely unfair. I mean, I think the interesting thing about this press conference was the fact that it happened, not what was said during it. The fact that Bob Mueller realized he needed to do this, I think, Mm -hmm. was big, especially because you could just tell he's a person who doesn't like to do this. Mm -hmm. He does not want to be a savior. He does not want to be an avenger. He is a guy who did his job, wrote a very thorough report. You could tell feels a little bit of passion about the fact that that report is important and that people should be acting on it. But that's as far as it goes. I think if Congress does bring him in to essentially read his report to the American people, it is going to become even harder for folks to smear Bob Mueller because Mm -hmm. he's just so straight by the book in the way that he presents. It's He's he's like right out of central casting for somebody who is is not here to make a career for himself based on public image. He he doesn't want to be a Fox News commentator. Okay, like that's just where it is. I wish he'd stood there and said, I'm just a guy standing in front of a country asking (laughs) them to read his report. Let's move on to Israel, where there is a lot going on that is pretty complex. So I'm going to tell you about how Israel's government works, and then Sarah is going to tell you about the bananas way in which it's not working right now. Israel is a parliamentary democracy. The prime minister is the head of the government. Israel has a president, but the president is a figurehead. Makes a couple of appointments, ceremonially signs laws, ceremonially appoints the prime minister, but the power is in the prime minister. The prime minister serves as the leader of a multi-party system. Israeli citizens vote for parties, not for candidates. And in this last election, 
40 parties competed on their ballot. The more votes a party gets, the more seats it has in the 120-seat parliament or legislature. And then executive power is exercised by the government. And when we talk about Israel making a government, we really mean forming a cabinet of ministers. And that requires parties that are kind of on the same page to form coalitions that capture more than 60 seats. So in April, there was an election and Netanyahu's party got the most votes, but not an outright majority. Now they have to get everybody on the same team. Not everybody, but at least enough. And the big issue that seems to be holding up that coalition was between two conservative parties, one that's ultra-Orthodox and one that's secular. And the secular party introduced a bill that would stop exempting yeshiva students from their mandatory military draft. Not surprisingly, the ultra-Orthodox religious party was having none of it, and so it broke down. There is a process that the president then should appoint another person to try to lead the government. And in order to prevent that from happening— Netanyahu's party dissolved the government. And this is the first time in history that's happened in Israel. And so now, since they've dissolved the parliament, they have to hold new elections in September. I mean, just take a moment. What if in 2016, well, I know a lot of people would have been happy about this, but just no matter how you feel about the results, if like a hot, what, seven weeks later, they come forward and go, we're going to do all that again. Oh, my gosh. Can you even imagine? Well, and it's even more bananas in Israel right now because Netanyahu is an embattled figure. He's being indicted for Mm -hmm. corruption. This is going to be even closer to his grand jury indictment hearing or whatever. And the polling shows that the voters haven't changed their minds about which parties they're supporting. This should have happened in an obvious way. The right-wing parties got 65 seats. So they had a majority if they could have just come together. How they proceed from here will be really interesting because it doesn't seem likely that either of those conservative parties alone could get to that majority. Parliamentary systems, it's complicated. They're interesting. I dig it. Also, ye old Jared Kushner is over there right now getting all organized for his economic workshop in Bahrain and... This is really going to blow up that process. Ain't nobody getting together for a peace deal when we don't know what the election results are going to be. The Trump administration has staked a lot on the relationship with Netanyahu. Mm-hmm. It will be quite embarrassing for the Trump administration if Netanyahu can't get it together in September. I mean, it's already embarrassing, I think. Yeah, I totally agree. I mean, Netanyahu actively campaigned on his relationship with Donald Trump and what he's been able to get America to do because of that relationship. And so it's embarrassing enough that Netanyahu is like under investigation and probably going to be indicted. For him to not be able to form this government for the first time in Israel's history after seven weeks of political machinations, which he's supposed to be a master of, it's a big deal. We're going to take a quick break and we'll come right back. We are special breakfast people here at Pantsu Politics, but not just when Beth and I are on the road. The truth is I want something warm from the oven every Saturday morning and Sunday morning. It's just the truth. It makes it feel special, makes it feel exciting. I don't want to work at it. So the first time I ever saw Wild Grain, which is bake from frozen subscription box for sourdough breads, fresh pastas, and artisanal pastries. I was obsessed. You guys, I've been a member for over a year. It's amazing. It's so easy. Every item bakes from frozen in 25 minutes or less. No thawing required. 
You can fully customize your wild grain box. You can choose any combination of breads, pastas, pastries. You can even build a box of only breads, only pastas, or only pastries if you'd like. And for a limited time, you can get $30 off the first box, plus free croissants in every box when you go to wildgrain.com slash pantsuit to start your subscription. Sometimes I make one single croissant just for me because I want to feel special and they're so good. You heard me. Free croissants in every box and $30 off your first box when you go to wildgrain.com slash pantsuit. That's wildgrain.com slash pantsuit or you can use promo code pantsuit at checkout. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Can I get something off my chest? Every day I feel a little pang of sadness because I think about Griffin going away to college. Y'all, he's a freshman in high school. This is not healthy or normal. This is why I have it on my list of things to talk to my therapist about. We all carry around these things, big and small. When we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us. Therapy is a safe space to get these things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. If you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapist anytime for no additional charge. You gotta get it off your chest. And you can get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash pantsuit today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash pantsuit. Looking for the perfect gift to celebrate the moms in your life? Aura frames are beautiful, Wi-Fi connected digital picture frames that allow you to share and display unlimited photos. It's super easy to upload and share photos via the Aura app. And if you're giving an Aura as a gift, you can even personalize the frame with preloaded photos and memories. You guys, I love my Aura frames. I have one in my office. I have one in my kitchen. I have given one as a housewarming gift. I have given one as Mother's Day. Father's Day. They are the most amazing gifts because this app is a game changer, in my personal opinion, in digital frames. It makes it so, so easy to get the pictures on there and even videos. It plays like you're in Harry Potter, you guys. It is the best. I love mine so much. And right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. That's A-U-R-A Frames.com. Use code Pantsuit at checkout to save. Terms and conditions apply. Nicole on Twitter sent us an article and wanted our thoughts called Boycotts of Georgia Will Only Make It Redder. This appears in New York Magazine, and it is by Zach Cheney Rice. Here is... A good summary of what is being argued in this article. It is remarkable to me when I see progressives dismiss the region as irredeemably red on electoral maps or see social media posts insisting in protest that nobody spend money when they drive through. The civil rights movement thrived on boycotts, but they were sustained by locals targeting businesses that practice segregation, not by state sanctions. And he goes on to talk about how Stacey Abrams has mobilized voters in Georgia and the South in general is filled with people who do not agree with the policies coming out of 
leadership in the South. This reminded me a lot, Sarah, of how you have, and I appreciate this, started referring to Republican leadership as opposed to all Republicans, because I think there are some disconnects. It also made me think about sanctions that we impose on other countries. And so he's saying that it's not that boycotts are futile. And then I love this part. Although the odds of getting Republicans to reverse their stance on abortion seem slim, to say the least, even when compared with the success of recent boycotts against North Carolina's transgender bathroom laws. It is to say that the impulse to abandon the Deep South to the devices of its white leaders is a dubious strategy for change. I really struggled with this because in one way, I think he is completely right that This perpetuates stereotypes. It paints the region with such a broad brush. It leaves out the, depending on where you are, a pretty large group of people that feel differently. Like, I agree with all that. But at the same time, I just feel like often there are so few tools available to make legislators in red states feel the consequences of their actions. And so I'm really hesitant to abandon them. I mean, it worked really well in North Carolina, (laughs) even though I don't think North Carolina is Georgia or Alabama by any stretch of the imagination. I mean, just population-wise. But I don't know. I just, I I get it. and I really do. And I'm open to the argument. But, man, it just can feel so powerless being a progressive person in a red state that saying this one way in which we can exercise the power, we should abandon it. It's just really hard. I loved how at the end he talked about how Jordan Peele and J.J. Abrams are still going to film an HBO series in Georgia, but they're going to donate all the money they make off of it to organizations that are working to increase voter turnout and fight some of the laws that are being passed. That seems like a good compromise to me. I don't think there's a right or a wrong here. I think the influence business communities have on policy is important. And I think it's great that for the past few years, businesses, not just Hollywood, but across the spectrum, the NCAA, for goodness sakes, have stepped up to say, we want to see policies that value all people because businesses only thrive in diverse Mm -hmm. environments. Businesses need all talented humans, which do not come from one particular background, do not love a particular way, do not choose to design their families a particular way. So I think it's good for the business community to exert that influence. I also think that painting with a really broad brush, though, and saying everyone should stay out of Georgia is is not the right path either. I always think when we talk about sanctioning other countries that we should make these distinctions, too. When we slap Iran with sanctions, we are hurting the Iranian people more than the leadership that's perpetuating the policies we don't like, right? And the Iranian people as a whole have a hugely diverse perspective on the United States. They're certainly not individually funding Hezbollah, you know, universally. So I feel like making those distinctions in our own country is really important, too. And polling shows that Most people in Alabama and Georgia overwhelmingly think that there should at least be some exceptions to prohibitions on abortion. If you pull these movies from the states, you are impacting the people who work on the movies, not Brian Kemp. You know what I think it is? The compromise for me is not saying, oh, well, we'll do the work, but we'll donate the money. Because I still don't think that is the full exercise of economic power available. I think maybe the problem is focusing on, quote unquote, liberal industries 
like the movie industry. I think it's more powerful, and I think what you saw in North Carolina, it wasn't just movies and TV. It was sports. It was concerts. I mean, I don't even think it has to be just entertainment because I think that perpetuates and drives a wedge and says, oh, well, it's just the liberals who care anyway. I think when it's companies like, you know, Home Depot or Lowe's or Walmart or other big, huge corporations that say, now they can't close the Walmarts, but you know what I mean? Like if they say we're not going to do this, I mean – Judd Lagoon at Popular Information put together a good list of big national corporations like AT&T that are donating to a lot of these state parties and state legislators who are doing this. And so I think pushing back on them and saying we don't want any money or we don't want this corporation supporting the state parties or the state reps or state senators or the governors, to me, I think that's really using the economic power in a better way that's not just going to perpetuate the culture war further. You know what I mean? I think so. I do think even within Hollywood, those folks have a forum. You know, they have an opportunity to say something. If individual movie makers want to say something by pulling their work, I have no problem with that. You know, I think that's just part of democracy. It's part of speech. It's part of voting with your dollars and using whatever forum you have. And so... That doesn't bother me, but I I think the calls for, like, as a whole, no one should do this. That's where you lose me, you know? And there is sometimes this sentiment, especially on progressive Twitter, of, like, here is the way that everyone should behave. Mm. (laughs) And that's – I don't – I never find that to be very productive. Okay, well, um, speaking of progressive Twitter, I have one more thing that wasn't on the agenda that I would like to uh, throw at you. I'm hesitant. I just want my hesitancy – registered but for the record (laughs) it's noted for the record but it is everywhere and i just we gotta say something sarah and i have talked many times about our desire to age as gracefully as possible and skincare is a huge piece of that i spend a lot of time and money thinking about my skin and i have added ritual to my routine which just gives me a lot of comfort ritual is here for us they have created a wrinkle support skin supplement and conducted clinical studies, so we know it's working. They're taking the guesswork out of skincare. Ritual Hyacera is one of several Ritual products that I love. I take the daily multivitamin, I take a probiotic, and Hyacera is that once daily skincare supplement that is clinically proven to reduce wrinkles and fine lines and increase skin smoothness in 90 days. I recently met a friend for the first time in person as opposed to online. And we were discussing the fact that I am 43, and she said, I cannot believe how young you look. And I thought, thank you, Ritual, for that. Start Hyacera to help minimize wrinkles without compromising on clean science. Hyacera from Ritual is a clinically proven skin supplement you can actually trust. Get 25% off your first month for a limited time at ritual.com slash pantsuit. Start Ritual or add Hyacera to your subscription today. That's ritual.com slash pantsuit for 25% off. There's not much worse than a dry energy scalp. Also, when you get your hair colored and then it does not last as long as you and your stylist discussed, it could be that unfiltered, mineral-filled water is the culprit. Hard water is a leading cause of damaged hair and dry, irritated skin, and about 85% of the United States uses hard water, filled with dissolved minerals and added chlorine. That's where Canopy's new filtered shower head comes in. Canopy, known for their beauty hacks and reimagined humidifier, has revolutionized the filtered shower head. Dermatologists recommended this unique three-stage filtration system greatly reduces contaminants and odors in your shower water. 
leaving you with healthy hair and glowing skin. Best of all, the Canopy Filtered Showerhead is hassle-free. Installation is a breeze, and its unique quick-release filter replacement feature allows for seamless filter replacement unlike any others on the market. Go to getcanopy.co to save $25 on your Canopy Filtered Showerhead purchase today with Canopy's hassle-free filter subscription. Even better, our listeners can use code Pantsuit at checkout to save an additional 10% off your Canopy purchase. Hurry, your hair and skin will thank you. Do you want a bra that's sexy or a bra that's comfortable? Thanks to Third Love, you can have both. Third Love was started to take all the frustration, ick, and ugh out of bra shopping. That's why they make solutions for every bra problem, aka problems. Their bras make it easy to bring back perkiness you haven't seen since high school, get smoothing you know where, and have straps that actually stay put. Designed at their headquarters in San Francisco and made from premium materials, they put every style through hours of wear testing on real women, including themselves, before it's given the stamp of boob approval. Comfort and support are guaranteed. Plus, whether you're a double A cup or an H cup, their virtual fitting room will help you find your perfect fit fast. And they've even invented half cups. No more feeling stuck between two cup sizes that don't fit right. It's time to get your problems solved. Visit thirdlove.com and get 15% off your order with code PODCAST15. So how do you feel about the controversy surrounding President Trump's visit to Japan and the request that the USS John McCain's name be hidden from his view? Well, the first thing I will say is if that reporting has been inaccurate, which at least one communications officer for the Navy has said on Twitter this morning it was, that is a huge problem because I cannot think of a more emotionally charged issue to put in front of the public. And if this is incorrect, it is real bad. The president seems to say, yeah, somebody did it because they wanted to make me happy and isn't that great, but I didn't tell them to do it. <sighs> anyway, around it, my goodness, how small we've become. You know, that's mm-hmm. that's the takeaway for me. Like this is so small and petty and insulting. And again, Don't talk about supporting the troops and conduct yourselves this way. It's ridiculous. My favorite part about that is (laughs) that he lacks such self-awareness that he would describe someone doing that as well-meaning instead of the reasonable human response, especially if you're a human in a very important form of leadership, which is, oh, my gosh, of course I don't care. Why would they think I care? That's not important. I would never mind. On and on and on. Instead, it was, they were well-meaning. I mean, come on. It's bad. Even in trying to address this in a somewhat reasonable manner, oh. he took all these swings at John McCain. Like, just stop. Just oh, my God. S- stop it. There's so stop. many important things to talk about in the world. Cut it out. That's how I oh. feel about this. And I do feel sorry for Meghan McCain that she has to keep going out there and being like, y'all get mad at me for talking about my dad, but he's the one that keeps bringing it up. And it's painful every time. Like, you know, we're all rolling our eyes and giggling, but that's her dad. It's her dad. It's somebody who impacted a whole lot of people. Is it the most important issue of the day? It is not. Even if it happened, even if the president himself said, cover up that ship, I will not see his name anywhere. It would not rise to being the most important thing in the world. I do think it is worthy of a little bit of discussion just to say, is there anything, 
anything left in this country around which we have some amount of decorum and some level of propriety that transcends partisan politics. We need that. Everything we've been talking about lately has convinced me more than ever that partisanship is the greatest threat we have to our national security. Mm-hmm. And this kind of pettiness, this low To me, like, I understand people saying, oh, well, you don't care about partisanship when it affects people's actual lives. I hear you. I hear you. Also, I think it all rolls together. You know, I think that one thing is connected to another. And so for me, this is so crass and small and ridiculous that it absolutely wears on our national psyche, even though it is not the most important issue that we're talking about. And the gaslighting around, well, it happened. No, it didn't. Well, it happened, Mm -hmm. but I didn't tell them to. Like, at some point, that's a threat to our national security as well, that we can't even hear a story and know for sure that that story was reported accurately. Like, everything that Russia orchestrated just coming full circle to Bob Mueller's press conference has been shockingly successful. And it's just a big memo that says, like, get it together, America. Also, important to your point about how bad partisanship has gotten, that John McCain and Donald Trump are in the same stinking party. Mm-hmm. Oh, load. Well, and, and that's the thing, too. I mean, people are already writing the obituaries for Justin Amash's career because he has dared to say, listen, my job's to be independent and uphold the Constitution. And here's what I think that means. I hope that there is some (laughs) group of people left, not just Democrats who are cheering for Justin Amash, you know, who actually believe that that is his job. But that was the problem with John McCain, right? He didn't adopt the Lindsey Graham kiss the ring philosophy with this president. And this president requires that and has Mm -hmm. taught the rest of the party that that's what we require, which is the furthest thing from conservative principles that I can possibly imagine. So those are my thoughts on that, Sarah. You want to just lob that softball over? (laughs) It gets me worked up. That's what it does. But we hope that you have a wonderful weekend that is blessedly devoid of any partisanship in your personal lives. We have a very exciting interview for you coming on Tuesday. We will be sitting down and talking with MJ Hager, who's running for the United States Senate in the great state of Texas. So we can't wait to share that with all of you. Again, thank you so much for all the support and amazing, amazing, amazing feedback during the Patreon membership drive. And until next week, keep it nuanced, y'all. Dylan Garvin produces Pantsuit Politics every week. Thanks for making us sound better, Dylan. Elise Knapp is our managing director, which means we could not make it without her scheduling, organization, feedback, and creativity. Thank you, Elise. We couldn't make Pantsuit Politics without support from our listeners. Go to patreon.com slash pantsuitpolitics to learn how you can receive more nuance and help us make the show. Special thanks to our executive producers who have committed to supporting us in a major life-giving way. Tracy Putoff, Tim Miller, Cherry Haas, Sarah's husband, Nicholas Holland, and my husband, Chad Silvers. Our theme music is composed and performed by Dante Lima. The music under our ads is composed and performed by Dylan Garvin. Learn more about our lives, live events that we're involved in, and what we're reading each week by signing up for our weekly newsletter at pantsuitpoliticsshow.com. And connect with members of the Pantsuit Politics community by following us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter.